Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, we got Farm to the Show back. Paul Giannis, Chris Dickerson. We got our close pal, Sam LeCure, on with us. We appreciate it, Sammy. Thanks for making the time. I think you're uh, you're hanging out in the on the couch and in the right there, right down the street from Great American, right? So yeah, casual as always. Yeah. I'm just hanging out. That's yeah. a, that's what I was telling Paul before we started this deal. I was like, when I'm a guest, I can do whatever the hell I want. When I'm on show, when I'm on point, I'm out there to win yeah. Emmys on a daily basis. I have a type, but today I just have the hat backwards. You know, got the uh, mowed the grass, so got my grass cutting uniform on. Like whatever, dude. You asked me. Wow, you got your long. <laughs> Are you close to Montgomery? Are you close to Montgomery barbecue? Uh, pretty close. Like you know where the precinct is. I'm like right up the hill from there. Okay, so you yeah. went. Okay, yeah. so you went that way. Yep. Yeah. Hey, and uh, if there's a petition to sign for that Emmy, send it my way because I'll I'll be I'll I'll put my signature on that deal. Yeah, you like it? Uh, you're dang right. I mean, it's, we put uh, we put talent. a pretty good show down there at the ballpark. It's it the 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 the, ex, the excerpts that I have seen, Sam, have been well above average. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. I got guys throwing shirts at me and what I was talking about. Uh, Paul Goldschmidt trying to hit Andrew Abbott's curveballs. Like this is when I knew this kid had a good curveball. Paul Goldschmidt swung at it like you guy with no shirt on, and I get back and here comes his shirt like on camera. I'm like, <laughs> oh buddy, like it was good stuff, man. Yeah, they get pretty wound um... up. Hey, speaking of that, I guess we'll flip to the Reds. We'll, we'll, we'll talk about them a little, a little bit and um, help me out, man. So, like, the team's obviously played well up to this point in the season. The last 10 days, two weeks, they're going through a little rough patch. But yeah. give me a little macro view. The city, we, we know that we've talked about this before. We know the city's a good baseball town. The city's got to be fired up. you got a bunch of young players playing well. We can talk about them guys in a minute. At the end of the day, those guys on the bump are going to be the ones making making the decision whether or not they get into the playoffs or not. But yeah. – Help me out with like the feel in the city right now. Awesome, man. Like, I mean, it was overnight and obviously, uh, I mean, it's easy to point to Ellie, you know, when he got called up, that was like a, it was an amazing series. The, I think the box office, you know, computer deal, like shut down, like, you know, there was getting so much traffic because overnight, I think he brought like six or 8,000 people to the ballpark, you know, for a Tuesday right. night game extra. Um, against the Dodgers and it was an exciting series they had two walk-offs and like super exciting fashion come back Will Benson hit one uh, Matt McClain hit another one Ellie had a nice series but he was the headliner of it but not the best player in it but since then man it's it's been a different feel and you know I've tried to tell people like I feel like this is you know when we played and I hate to always go back to those teams but like it's similar groups right it's homegrown players that are exciting and they come up and you know they're winning baseball games and you know we didn't know that because we're in left field and shortstop in the bullpen or you know whatever <laughs> the bar uh you know but like to be able to on the other side of it and get to feel it like go get my haircut and people are talking about it you know go down to the, the watering hole and people are talking about it people showing up to the ballpark like the energy is like i'm getting some a little bit of goosebumps like seriously it's been yeah that cool Sam, that's that's interesting because neither of us have experienced that from the other side. Like right. we're on we're on the field and we're so insulated most of the year that all we do and like even after the game, like we're gonna eat our our post game meal. We're not paying attention to that, but we don't know what the vibe is outside right. the city because we you know go, people are coming up. Park. We might go to breakfast. You know, Paul and I, we the three of us might go to first watch, first watch and get yeah. breakfast, but we're not here in the the jib jabber yeah. going on because we're yeah. going to the park we're going back to take a nap but this is 
this is unique because it's like you're you're enveloped in it now outside and so that i that's awesome and paul and i we've talked about it just there's nothing like you could see it incrementally people coming back people coming back thursday night game friday night game going people going ham saturday night game and i'm like this is this is how it's supposed to be um and obviously you know when we first you first came on the show we could have gone to vegas and made a lot of money if you would have told yeah, us right? that we'd be the, the three of us we'd be back on the show talking about the reds a game out of first place um and you know everybody's kind of vibing out over the reds right. um rather than you know we got no bags no bags on the head so that's that's a huge plus <laughs> that shows you where yeah, how the fans there's no actually bag we're anywhere in, we're in viking helmets sam if if if, if you want to say that one? serves yeah let me we got any, so we got any props how, over there how, this is this is how this is homemade right and i'll maybe talk okay. about this in a minute but anyway uh so this is homemade there's a couple of brothers down there <laughs> and let me tell you what dude like you know when they get there you it's like me you hear them before you see them right and they're coming in i mean wound up best fan <laughs> right i mean they're they it doesn't matter if they've lost 10 in a row or won 100 in a row they think they're gonna win that night they're the good luck charms uh so so they whip me up one of these okay i can't okay. figure out which one which way to do it you can customize You're it good. for me with the 63 so i can't wear it on the air with the with the headset right so i had to go you know a little bit different that's what i'm talking yeah, about dude. you always were an improviser wasn't i yeah that's how you get people out throwing 82 miles an hour but <laughs> uh <laughs> well, no, hey, but, I mean, well people, located people are, 82 that's right. Well People are showing up wearing these things. I think that's cool. And I think that's another part about, you know, some of the energy in the city is like, that wasn't, you know, they've been talking a lot about Joey lately, like, you know, last run stuff, Bronson Arroyo got uh, inducted into the Reds hall of fame here H-O-F. a couple of weeks ago. So there's been a lot of, you know, kind of nostalgia a little bit and talking about, the culture of the Reds minor leagues, you know, when we were coming up, it was no nonsense, pants up, shaven, you know, that whole kind of blue collar nine yards. And, but having this Viking helmet stuff and having some of the celebrations and then doing, you know, rowing the boat out there on a double. And, you know, they've been talking about letting the kids play for a while, but that's, that's something that probably, you know, was a little late to the game here in Cincinnati. You saw people around the league doing it. It hadn't been done here. The client, personnel excuse the personnel on the team i don't think would have fit it but this one does uh and you know they want to attract a younger crowd they got young players playing well having fun still being respectful of the game but having a good time and fans have something to kind of latch onto a little bit they can wear the viking helmet they can do the this or whatever it is so i think that's all added to the love going both ways so where did the viking helmet come from so I guess really? it was uh, Luis Sessa or something last year thought Jake Fraley looked like a Viking, and he yes. does. <laughs> he absolutely <laughs> does. Uh, so there was – I guess he started – it was his brainchild. Uh, Luis isn't here anymore, but um, then that was – he kind of just came up with it, and I think everybody was on board. Like, we need a little dugout celebration. We need to play like Vikings. So when they get out to second base, they do like – they're rowing the boat, rowing the Viking ship. It took me Got a little it. while to figure out what that one was. Um, but, yeah, so hey, I think that was the, the genesis. So, so along those lines, because I, I think it, it's a couple of things to highlight there, because this team's young. They play hard. They're aggressive. I mean, I, I've seen some of the highlights with some of the base running stuff. But, hey, man, that's that's part of the reason why they're playing good, too, because they're, exactly. they're playing free. Here's my question. With DB, who we know really well, got the extension, 
you know, it looks like there's some there's some solidarity there in the on the coaching side, but we all know he's a hard nosed guy, old school. Yeah. Right. Play hard. <clears throat> is he like is he adjusting a little bit to this team with regards to in the clubhouse? What's that feel? Because we know how serious he can be. Yeah. But there's a there's a lighter side. Is he is he embracing the younger group? Kind of what you're describing about look, to a certain degree, this is kind of the way that it is now. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think so, because I think he's got like a personnel that can kind of play the style of baseball that he wants to. Now, the style of baseball yeah. is sound, right? I mean, they play good baseball for young guys, yeah. for so many young guys to come up and perform right away and like have some humility, but have like a brain to situational hit. Use the opposite side. Like they do it. Spencer Steer doesn't get enough credit, but Matt McClain, I mean, Ellie's not hasn't even played good in a month, but he's still hanging around. He's still like 276 and like he'll pop one here or there. Like, you know, he's hanging around uh, the starting pitchers, Williamson, Abbott. They've come up, like have it, you know, have the mound presence, have the field presence. And these guys, like they haven't missed a beat. So David's got the personnel and he's got the youthfulness to be able to go out there and execute, taking those extra bases. Like, you know, it's not. I mean, I hate to make it sound like, you know, 32 years old is old, but, you know, he's just got young, fresh legs who can do that. And guys that are good ball players that still have feel the need to prove themselves because they do, you know, they need to prove themselves at the big league yeah. level. Like they're not on a 10 year contract. If you start shitting the bed, like see ya, you know, but yeah. so they all have motivation to play well and they've got motivation because it's been fun and they've won games doing it that way. So uh, they've run into a couple outs lately and I think people have kind of gotten on them. And I said, yeah. it looks this way when you're losing games. It looks ill-advised, yeah, but this right. is why they yeah. were. This is why they were winning games. They're forcing teams to make perfect plays. These guys are making good throws to get nab him at second or third, whatever it is. I was like, I absolutely don't want to take a, away the aggressiveness right. of this team. That's it's why they're good. That play. That play doesn't happen if Jazz. If Jazz doesn't come up as a short, isn't a shortstop. There, right. I don't know another center fielder that makes that play. Like that's a right. routine play in the hole, turn and throw. Like that's a good play for as fast as he is. I'm you, you guys know me I'm I'm doing that like you, you have to go hard to your right I know how yeah. difficult that is as a center fielder I'm going to take advantage of that and I'm going to go to second he just happened to yeah. make the perfect play and so for an right. outfielder I'm like hell yeah perfect perfect per, perfect play and as a base runner I'm like little tip of the little tip of the cap it is what it is yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so no I, lo- I love it and I think that to get back to David a little bit some of the what we and I hate it because we do know David and we know what kind of guy he is and some of that persona that's on the post game shows and I mean it's real bland man like it is it's boring and I hate that for him because I know he's not well I hate it more because the fans get that interpretation of him perception he's not yeah. that he, yeah he's not that guy right I mean we know who he is kind of behind a closed door like he likes to keep things in the clubhouse I think part of it is that he wants to be so even keel for the young guys so they don't get high and low so much because it can be that way. It can be overwhelming at the big league level to be like, you know, they've gone for on one for twenties in the minor leagues, but at the big leagues, all of a sudden it feels different because it's big leagues, you know? Uh So I think a part of it is he doesn't want them to, you know, see him panic. They don't want, he doesn't want them to, you know, uh, right. So I think that's yeah. part of it, but, but Let, I definitely think he, he, let's embr- be honest. he embraces. Let's the youth be honest. Who, who really gets too, too high and too low? Like think of a manager no, who's no. like a real person out, who, who's a real personality out there. <clears throat> yeah. Booney, same thing, but you see Booney, uh, you know, cashy, same thing. Even dusty, you know, Dusty's in there, you know, he's at his desk and he's like, well, you know, 
but that's not du- that's not dusty as soon as he no, gets on the no. plane that's not dusty <laughs> yeah, that's what i mean so <laughs> like i think he's kind of misrepresenting himself and i guess i get why because everybody kind of does it you got to say the pc and all that jazz and uh, which is likely why I, if I were ever to apply, would never get a managerial job. But um, no, I mean, I think that's just part of the gig, right? I mean, everybody goes from, you know, pretty dark hair to gray hair pretty quick. And that in the big it league, no matter how old they are, it doesn't it. It's crazy. Yeah. It's like, it's yeah. like the presidency. It's like, man, where to go. It ain't, it's not, it's yeah. not, it's not for your health. It ain't it's for not, your health. It's, it's hit, it's uh, hit Booney hard. It's like every time, every time you see Booney get, get ejected in New York, he looks, he looks another year older. Yeah. That does. last one where he, we gotta get you some more spa sessions. <laughs> um, Hey, so, so like we talked about there, they've, they've had a little bit of a rough stretch, right? We, they still are right in the mix. They need to play good down the stretch. They need to get Lodolo back. They need to get Hunter Green back. They didn't make, you know, for all intents and purposes, any huge moves at the right. deadline, which I think probably I think was prudent. I think they didn't want to leverage the future on saying, look, let's roll with what we got, man. We're playing good, doing the thing. Yep. Is there enough on the bump to get in down the stretch? Because here's what I think. I think for this team, I think they can get in the playoffs, and I think it'll be extremely valuable for them to get some playoff experience. So I'm hoping this team can make it happen because the future is is very bright. And I oh, think yeah. it's super significant to get some of that high leverage experience in the playoff yeah. type atmosphere. And I'm not saying they can't do anything in the playoffs. They got to get there first, but is there enough on the bump you think to get them in, to get them into, into the playoffs down the stretch? Well, first I'll agree with you on them not making any moves, unless it was going to be, I mean, there were three guys that moved a needle for me as far as starting, and that was uh, Verlander, Scherzer, and Snell. Like, if it wasn't yeah. one of those guys, and I know Michael Lorenzo went over to Philly and, like, threw eight and the sure. no-hitter. Like, Michael Michael Lorenzo to me, who we love, is not better than Hunter Green to me. I was like, you bide your time and wait for Hunter to get back, right? And then yeah. Nick Lodolo comes back. So, um, I do think it was right that they didn't make any moves unless it was going to be one of those guys. Do they have enough on the bump? Uh What's going to end up being interesting is some of the innings limit with uh, Andrew Abbott and Brandon Williamson, both who have thrown the ball really well. When Hunter comes back, yep. he's gonna, he'll have no leash, right? I mean, he hasn't pitched, you know, he's not going to hit any kind of innings limit. So if he comes back and he's good, yeah, but then who's filling the other innings? This past several days has been, I think, the key stretch for this team because they got a, an off day. They had a day rained out. They had another off day. They played two, a two-game series here with Cleveland. They finished yeah. off day. So there's several off days kind of bunched into a week, which I think is probably preferable to an all-star break of having four days off in a row. Like you play a little bit, you get to rest a little. Like you keep going out on the field and going through your routine, um, but you're getting some pretty good rest. So this bullpen needs to be you know, potent down the stretch because it's been a big piece of the team. They've carried a heavy load. How, how long can you expect to get, you know, six innings out of Brandon Williamson and Andrew Abbott until they cut him off. Andrew Abbott's already over his high for his life, you know, right. already six over it. How, how much longer does that go? When's the phantom DL stint come for, you know, to try to conserve him for down the stretch? How do they manage that? So those are the question marks. If, if all things were equal and you, you could let those guys run and they used to throw 200 innings like they used to, like, I think so. I think they do, but yeah. That's just not going to be the case because, again, are they going to mortgage the future? But you saw what happened with Strasburg, you know, the few years ago when they shut him down before the playoffs. Now, a couple of years later, he won the World Series for him. 
you know, so there's going to be right. some both sides of the coin and people are going to debate it one way or the other. But to me, it's, you know, how long can you let these guys go without, like you said about the trade, mortgaging your future? You know, is if they shut them down, could they still come down with Tommy John next year? Yeah. If they don't, could they? Maybe not. We don't know. But the, yeah. it seems that the the numbers and the, the medical information points to you want to err on the side of caution. That's more concerning to me than the talent level they have on the bump. I think they right. have it. Hundred percent. So, Paul, here's the ultimate the question that we've been asking our, each other for the last couple of days is like, how serious is this? How ser- how serious is this? Are we? Are you? Right. Is the team at a point? Where, how bad do you want? Even it though, even though we found it in unfamiliar waters on preseason projections, it's like we're in the race. Like, how? What do do we really want to go for this? Do we want to stretch this out? Or are we still considering this a successful season if even if you guys don't think, get to the playoffs? Like, what does that look like? Because, like I said, I mean, nobody at the beginning of the season, nobody would thought you guys no. would be in this position. But now that you guys are, how serious are you in making that push to, like you said, is like, all right, let's go. Like, let's, let's make a run at this. Let's extend right. those innings. Like you said, so how serious is it where you said mortgage the future – or it's just like, hey, we're just, this is just a season of development. We went through our highs and lows, but whatever comes of this is a great success regardless. Paul and I were talking about last week is like they needed that little punch in the mouth um, from development. They needed that six, that six in a row. How do you yeah. respond from that? Get a little bit of taste of that, understand how to come back, you know, deal with a little bit of adversary, adver- adversary. <clears throat> after coming back off, you'll get it. You know, basically being the darlings, the darlings of Major League Baseball for Paul. What's funny? But just, uh, I just, dude, I've been. There. I appreciate I've, I've, the I've pronunciation of adversity. 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 I just appreciate adversity. that. Adverse. It was like a mix between adversary and adversity. Adverser. There's no better. Story. Hey, and there's no guess that would be better suited to hear it than Sam Lequeur. Adverse- because I stutter on that show Adversi- Oh my god, dude! Old stuttering Sammy up there. Da, da, da. Whatever, man. It's uh, part of it. I love you. Uh, they know what you're, we know what's what you're the, talking about. What's the origin? What's the origin? Yeah, yeah. The origin, please. <laughs> can, you, can, you that, can you repeat Guy that, please? Trilby. Guy Trilby. That's can't make it up. Can't nope, make it up. You can't. Uh, it's real stuff. Uh, well. So. And I don't even remember what your question was, but oh, so as far as more gambling, now, if they Are were the going to do gambling it, the rest of the way out, I don't think I, I think if they were going to, then they would have done something more at the trade deadline. You know, like yeah. everybody, yeah. the plan has always kind of been for 24. Like that was now you can't pick your window either and get into the playoffs. You can't take for granted. Right. That's right. I think they've been. You know, they've taken this process in, in, in a, the right way. And just because it's working ahead of the schedule shouldn't be viewed as a neg- I mean, it's it, the process is working, right? right? It's faster than you thought. Yep. That doesn't mean you I, I move away from it. If anything, I think it should make you continue on it, right? Yep. I mean, I don't want to see right. these guys. I mean, I want to see these guys come back and, and really make some noise next year. Now, that's not to say that they can't this year. They still could. I think the Cubs are going to pull back from the hot streak they've been on. The Brewers are going to be a little harder to catch because I forgot about Brandon Woodruff, kind of like an idiot. And like now they've got those three guys, you know, pumping yeah. pretty good. So yeah. they're going to be hard to run down monster. because they don't play them anymore. You know, three headed monster. As soon as you get to nine, we know yeah. that's a wrap. Right. No doubt. That's a wrap. 
So season ends right now, 62 and 62 and 59 game out third place. It, we can all, it's, it would be a success. So yeah. in Cincinnati, we're viewing that as a success. Well, we are, you know, in the front office, I think would, but right. does, how does the fan base feel about that? I mean, it's That's hard to speak for question. them. I think that they want, you know, I didn't hear a ton of grumblings around town about, you know, them not trade. making a big trade because one, yeah. they were playing good at the time. Now they stumbled out of the gate you know, after the trade deadline, but they were playing well. And I, you know, I was preaching patience too. I'm like, no, I like this team. This is the group that got you here to first place. So I think they were in first place at the deadline. Like this is yeah. the group that got you here. Who's, why can't they continue that? They're just hitting this tough stretch. There is going to be another run. You know, I, I kind of liken yeah. it to a basketball game. You got to try to just keep your head above water while, you know, Jordan and the bulls are making the run, you know, but you got to, then Kobe's going to make his too. Right. I mean, yeah, right. just when's the timing of it? And if they can Re keep, hold their head above water and be two or three out coming into September and then have their run, I mean, that's when we see teams get hot and then they get into the playoffs yeah. and it's like, oh boy. Right. Yeah, so, and, and I mean, I'm not is, saying that's them. I'm saying it's possible. This is the kind of, te kind of team that can be that. They're like, they need to get hot at the end of the yeah. year. For something to happen, they need to get hot at the end of the year and get in the playoffs hot with a young, dangerous team, period. Yeah. Like that. I mean, that's who they can be. If it works out great, regardless – I think you got to look at it moving forward. They're going to look back at this year and the fact that these guys got this experience down the stretch. They didn't go get the deadline guy. They handled as it. The, and, and, well, and, and experienced they handled it. it. Yeah. That's right. And so I think that's going to be invaluable moving forward. And then you're going to get like Hunter and then Lodolo. And at, so say they do. I mean, I know this is obviously, you know, 40, 50 games down the road, but say they are in that position. You've got Hunter and Ashcraft, who's been a real problem for people lately. And then Lodolo, who I think – I mean, I liked him better than all of them. Coming into the season, I was like, he's my day one starter. I was like, this guy's yeah. got the thing – you know, he's got that look, that sale look. And, you know, they all have good heads on their shoulder. But you go in and you talk about three-headed monsters with Milwaukee, like, that's one, too. They all throw 100, all different looks. You know, Hunter with the power slider – Graham's 99 cut. Lodolo's got the big sweeper thing. Apparently that's a buzzword these days. Um, so that's a problem too. You know, they can get there, but I, I don't think hey, hindsight's I, always going to be 2020, but I, you don't want to be kicking yourself next year because you push somebody too hard. And now right, what? Right. I don't know. Yeah. Graham Sam, Ashcraft got a little uh, Sam liqueur in him. If I, if I'm reading the body language, right. Yeah. He likes to get after it pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Play Sam how excited how excited are you right now brewers cubs reds a game out going in september into september being your position now looking at it from a player perspective what that next month is going to be like in the in the central going to milwaukee going to the atmosphere going into yeah. september like you know how that is like it might as well be a playoff a playoff it's going to get yeah. real hostile real quick in the central coming down the stretch yeah, and that's so that, that's twofold. And Paul, you were talking about getting that, you know, invaluable playoff experience you hope they can make. And I mean, a lot of this stuff has been, you know, already like their experience. This is playoff atmosphere to them because they haven't been to the playoffs yet. You know, like it's still a little different animal, but it's, you know, it's the sold out parks and, you know, meaningful games at this point of the year. So they're getting a piece of that. Um, the other piece is like, I can't tell. Like, I can't tell. Like, I'm, you know, we can see baseball swings and we can see the movement in the field and all that stuff. The stuff I'm looking for is body language and, you know, kind of the, the rebound from adversity, uh, if you will, 
adversary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and that's what I'm looking for. And I, I see no fear. I see a complete belief in their ability to be here and to handle those situations. And so I think they are getting some of the experience of it now. Oh, and that's the other fold of the twofold is I like the new schedule. I like being able to play every team and see every team, you know, every year, all that jazz. Right. They don't play Milwaukee anymore. They played the last time Ooh. they played Milwaukee was like January or January, July, adversary, <laughs> uh, like July 28th. My favorite month of the like year. That. Yeah, right. <laughs> like July 28th. And then, right. so that's the team they're going to be jockeying with and they don't play them again the rest of the year. Wow. So as far, you know what I mean? Like as far as the schedule yeah. goes, like that's yeah. a kind of a bitter taste because they're, if they ride on the cusp, they had one more series against Milwaukee, you know, then you like gotta, you got to trade in that, change, you got to trade in that September. It. Yeah. Trade in yeah. that September indoor Friday night, Milwaukee Friday, Saturday right. night with the, with the roof closed madness yep. for, for an Otani show coming to Cincinnati. Oof. Which is, yeah, Oof. which, you know, so like that's, I didn't think of it until because I didn't really care about it this year because I mean, I had the Reds, I have an email from, I said that they gave me 75 wins this year. I was like, I'll take it. Right. And that was probably mm -hmm. higher than most people considered them, but I was like, give me 75. So I didn't really care about the schedule. I didn't think that they were going to be necessarily playing meaningful games coming down the stretch. But now that they played that last series against Milwaukee and like, Oh, they don't play them again. I was like, that looms pretty large and that kind of yep. sucks because that's like what September baseball could be about in the past. Cause you've got yep. an extra seven games versus each year divisional opponents. The other part of that is they play a lot of Pittsburgh and they play a lot of St. Louis teams that aren't in it and they can maybe make yep. up some or ground with an advantage, an advantage, pick up some ground. Right. Right. Okay. So, you know, there's, which, which ways it go. I don't know. Okay. Hey, so, Good baseball talk. I need to see this guitar. Let me let me see this guitar. Is it in the room? Yeah, that's right. I mean, Sam Lequeur's an aspiring Bronson Arroyo. You can <laughs> deal. I got we got Luke Yanish taking guitar so we lessons. That. We're going to get him with Sam Lequeur. We got some mom Lequeur. We got Elvis Presley, and okay. I just got, just just added this today. Got my okay. Bronson Arroyo bobblehead along with the cowboy. I got a little something over that's there. That's the cowboy too, there. Don't huh? need to worry about that. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I got the cowboy over there. Yeah, I got me a nice little tailor about sharp. No, I'm in. I just wanted to make sure the guitar was real. Yeah, it's real. And I got two of them, buddy. I got another a one. Showpiece. It wasn't just like a piece of cardboard. Well, that's what that's <laughs> the one I take to the lesson. So I take <laughs> lessons. And then I well, that's a nice thing. I so I can take the one. That's why I end up getting two of them, like right when I started, because I can take the one and leave it up at the studio. Uh, well, yeah. we do games on the road, you know, because it's hard to pack it around the stadium. I wouldn't do that, but uh, I can take the other one up to the to the studio and during the game, when they're on like offense, very, I'll go in and pl play for twenty very minutes. Very forward and... thinking of you, Sam. Who'd have thunk? <laughs> Fault that uh, grin? I'm guessing not you. No, 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 no. I was oh, just man. down and uh, I'll share this with you since I know you're trying to get rid of me, and now I won't let you on principle. But I was just down. In, I'll stay I with you. I got Sa nothing but time. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I flew into uh, Sarasota last week, Oof. which I haven't been down there probably since Oof. when the Reds left spring training. You know, right. 09, 08, since, something like that. Since we made since we made your That's crown right. royal, since we made your crown royal blanket. <laughs> exactly. Which, and believe it or not, uh, 
so I was down there. I was driving past that old Ramada that we was it a Ramada that we stayed in had like the Bay Club yep. next to it. There was that yeah. little like I think it was Crager's Family Restaurant right next to it. Yeah, Tammy Tammy Amy Trail, Cortez Forty One, the Dog Track, a couple other establishments. Uh, you talking about our, our apartment, our our second year apartment? No, no, no. Just I mean, just, just in, in general. general. This oh, is just it's like the Instruction League Hotel. Oh, yeah, Instruction League Hotel. Instruction League Hotel. Oh, in the on yeah. the marina. There's a good yep. ghost story the... from that hotel, by the way. We'll, <laughs> oh, no. we'll, we'll talk about that next time. <laughs> we'll talk about that when you get the bleeper working. Used to hit hit golf yeah. balls in the parking lot. Yeah, there was a yep. hey. There's some some foundation was laid in that city for future careers. Oh, okay, that's a, Sarasota's. No I got fond memories of Sarasota. 100%. I do too. That's why I wanted to share right. that with you. I was like, you guys. Pro- I just saw. I just saw. Um, JT. I was just talk, talking to JT, and still to this day, always talk about Sarasota, like our our, our Sarasota clan. Yeah, it's yeah, it was a good time, yeah. Man. Love hate, about love hate so, relationship. So, 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 right? Have you ever done the Florida State League in in two thousand five, <laughs> two thousand six? And Sarah, you got a you got a hate relationship, but other than yep. that, you know, if you've ever also if you've ever rehabbed, you have great oh, yeah. memories. Check the box. Yeah, yeah. check the box yeah. on that. But I thought, uh, yeah, I, I didn't figure y'all had been down there anytime recently. So just kind of, you know, you not. get in there, you start, you see in the roads, like, oh man, then I run across that Ramada, and I'm like. Huh. If those walls could talk, I'd tell them to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, ingrained in the memory though. There's some. Yeah. Uh, why am Came I forgetting back. the name of the stadium there? What's the name of the stadium? There? Ed Smith, baby. Ed Smith. Ed Smith. Ed Smith. Yeah, they redid it. They had, the chi- they, had the chicken, um, they had the chicken coops in the minor league side for spring training. The ooh. chicken coops. Um, yeah, but mystery, um, some mystery meats, and some mystery meat sandwiches running around over there. I, Paul and I have been fortunate to see this the the second life of that. Yeah, um, with Baltimore, and it's it's phenomenal. The, the only Baltimore, thing missing yeah. is our is our poor um, is our poor store across the. Uh, where is that coming from? Gosh darn incoming calls. Bueller, our grouper our grouper <sighs> sandwich place is no longer in existence. That is sad, though. Yeah, mm. yeah. We went Those to diner uh, across the street. So I was on uh, Anna Marie Island, and Scotty Rowland's got a place down there called the Ugly Ugly Grouper. Uh, I was riding a couple of years ago. I was riding the bike around there and pulled down one street, and here comes Scott and his family. Come on, me and me and me and Red riding around, and uh, pulling up, and Scott? he he just like kind of looking. I mean, I thought he was going to pass me by and not even say anything, you know, but just kind of like he's like. You know, of all the people I thought that I'd run into here on Anna Marie Island riding bikes, you're cl- uh, towards the bottom of the list. Well, I, uh, I did he ask you about the drug helmet? <laughs> oh, dude. So I've had to been telling those stories. You know, he got into the hall, he got in the hall of fame. Give us a Scott Rowland story. Give us a Scott Rowland story. So I had told that one, the drug helmet one. And then they were even able to pull up, uh, because it was every, like I started when I came up and like, it was like the day after my start every time. Oh yeah. Hey, did you just get called up? Hey, you just get called up. I get sent down, come back up later in the year keeps on, but I'm in the, out of the bullpen that time. So it's a little bit more frequent now. It's like every time my pitch, he went out, of the, you just get called up. Brucey hits the walk off. We're out on the field. Everybody's celebrating, blah, 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 blah. You know, finding everybody to hug. Here comes Scott. Give a big hug. He goes, 
you just get called up? I mean, in the scrum after we just won the division. So they went back and actually found the video. And you got, I mean, I'm a good lip reader and he says something and I go, yeah, just today or something like that. So uh, that was unbelievable. Yeah. The old drug helmet. Want to ingratiate oh, yourself to your teammates, dummy. At least we won. It's good every time. It's good every time. Good every time. Good every time. All right, Sammy. Well, uh, we still have too it. much that's time, dude. We still too much time, but hey, uh, you're subject to an appearance again down the road. So just a heads up in advance. Ooh, they call that a tease in the biz. Well, get your keys ready, whatever that means. (laughs) I'll take my adversary out when I get a chance. (laughs) All right, fellas. Uh, I appreciate it as always. It's good to see you guys. And it sounds like uh, you guys are looking well and signing. Well, I see on the TV. I see the old believe thing. You guys are on there. We're doing awesome. it. Hey, it, yep. hopefully at some point we'll get farm to show on the, on the, on the, on the, on your yeah. post game press conference. Yeah, for sure. For sure. I'll be holding court down there when I, I mean, Hey, I'm I'll on the be, TV. I got the microphone. What I say goes kind of, I mean, they can tell me what I'll bring my Viking is. helmet. Do so. I got an extra one. All right, bud. All right, Sammy. All right, love you. Take it easy. Be good. Yep. See you, man. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.